Hello, this is the Living Well with PMDD podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Bradford, certified life coach, mom of five, and PMDD survivor. Happy to have you here. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be considered health advice. Hello there. For this episode, I want to answer three questions about PMDD. Namely, what is PMDD? How is it different from PMS? And how is it different from general depression? And with that, we will look at depression that everyone experiences as well as clinical depression. I'm going to utilize four websites as I go through this. The John Hopkins website, WebMD, the Mayo Clinic, and Healthline.org. I think it's .org. And I'll tell you which ones I'm, I'm using. I'm not just going to throw them all together. So without further ado, let's jump in. What is PMDD? PMDD stands for premenstrual dysphoric disorder. And it is a much more... Okay, so according to John Hopkins, the John Hopkins website, PMDD is a much more severe form of premenstrual syndrome, or PMS. It may affect women of childbearing age. It's a severe and chronic medical condition that needs attention and treatment. Lifestyle changes and sometimes medicines can help manage symptoms. All right, so that's what John Hopkins has to say. Now let's look at WebMD. According to WebMD, uh, PMDD is a health problem similar to PMS, but it's more serious. Chances are good that you've had some type of PMS since you started your period. Doctors think as many as three-quarters of women who get periods have some signs of PMS, whether it's food cravings, cramps, tender breasts, moodiness, or fatigue. But PMDD is different It causes emotional and physical symptoms like PMS. But women with PMDD find their symptoms draining. Your PMDD symptoms could interfere with your daily life, including work, school, social life, and relationships. All right, so we've got two kind of opinions. I I say opinions, but I mean, these are, these are, these people, these doctors, these, or those like with WebMD, you know, they're talking with doctors and stuff. They've done a lot of studies. They've done a lot of research. And so it's so, such good information. All right. According to, this is the Mayo Clinic. Uh, Premenstrual dysphoric disorder is a severe, sometimes disabling extension of premenstrual syndrome. Although PMS and PMDD both have physical and emotional symptoms, PMDD causes extreme mood shifts that can disrupt daily life and damage relationships. In both PMDD and PMS, symptoms usually begin 7 to 10 days before your period starts and continue for the first few days of your period. Both PMDD and PMS may cause bloating, breast tenderness, fatigue, and changes in sleep and eating habits. In PMDD, however, at least one of these emotional and behavioral symptoms stands out. 
and these, uh, one of these. So one of these four, okay? Sadness or hopelessness, anxiety or tension, extreme moodiness, or marked irritability or anger. The cause of PMDD isn't clear. And, okay, and then it goes on, but we're just kind of going with what is PMDD right now. And I know that actually, maybe we'll circle to our next question. I hope that gives you just a, a kind of an overview of what PMDD is, okay? And if you have felt, you know, that sadness, that depression, that extreme moodiness some of the time, and then other times you are just completely normal, what you term as normal, right? You're, you're normal. You might have PMDD. And if you do, it will be so helpful to you to figure that out, to look at this more, to talk to your doctor, to talk with your a loved one, that someone that you're with quite frequently. See, I, the, the thing is, if you are going to talk with a loved one, you need to give them some specific things that stand out to you. Like, hey, so I've just been thinking back over the last couple of months, maybe years, like, you know, with your spouse, it might be even longer, right? But, and then you tell them, I notice that sometimes I get really depressed and I feel like I can't handle life. And other times I'm totally fine. Have you noticed that with me or am I just like, you know, up in the night, right? <laughs> so give them something tangible because if you just ask them, hey, do I seem more moody around my period? What are they going to say? Probably yes, but, you know, that's kind of par for the course with PMS, right? <laughs> with being a woman, having hormones. Um, so give them something specific. And let's move on. Okay. So hopefully that gives you a brief, yeah, what is PMDD? Now, how is it different from PMS? Since I'm on the Mayo Clinic site, and I noticed that I kind of already jumped into it a little bit, but I'm just going to start here. In both PMDD and PMS, symptoms usually begin 7 to 10 days before your period starts and continue for the first few days of your period. So that's what's normal, right? That's, there we go. Both PMDD and PMS may cause bloating, breast tenderness, fatigue, and changes in sleep and eating habits. Okay, so that can happen in both. However, this is Mayo Clinic, in PMDD, at least one of these emotional and behavioral symptoms stands out. And it's a little confusing just reading it to you because for these four symptoms, they actually have an or. <laughs> so the first one, they say, um, the, it's a, an emotional symptom that stands out is sadness or hopelessness. Okay. Second one, anxiety or tension. Third one, extreme moodiness. Fourth one, this would, it's kind of a mix of emotional behavioral, at least how you kind of observe it. Marked irritability or anger. Okay. So 
let's look at what um, John Hopkins says is the difference. Here we go. Okay, so they talk about it in terms of how it's diagnosed. It says, aside from a complete medical history and physical and pelvic exam, there are very few diagnostic tests. Because there are mental health symptoms, your healthcare provider may want you to be evaluated for mental health concerns. In addition, your healthcare provider may ask that you keep a journal or diary of your symptoms for several months. That is such a good idea, but we'll talk about that in um, another time. In general, to diagnose PMDD, the following symptoms must be present. So, over the course of a year, during most menstrual cycles, five or more of the following symptoms must be present. Depressed mood, anger or irritability, trouble concentrating, lack of interest in activities once enjoyed, moodiness, increased appetite, insomnia or the need for more sleep, feeling overwhelmed or out of control, other physical symptoms, the most common being belly bloating, breast tenderness, and headache. So five of those need to be um, happening during most of your menstrual cycles in a year, okay? On top of that, your symptoms, and this is still according to the website, symptoms that disturb your ability to function in social work or other situations. So your symptoms have to do that. They have to disturb um, your functioning in your life in some way. And lastly, symptoms that are not related to or exaggerated by another medical condition. So that's, there you go. So I think that gives us what's different than PMS because PMS it's generally not as severe, right, as these symptoms. You might not have all five of these things happening during most of your menstrual cycles. And PMS, while it may be annoying and hard to handle, it doesn't generally disturb your ability to function, at least on a baseline level, in your life, in your work, in your relationships, okay? And then, um, yeah, the... Symptoms can be exaggerated by another medical condition, and you just kind of would look into that. Like, okay, so these are my symptoms, and PMS doesn't usually do that either, right? So let's, I'm going to check and see if WebMD talks specifically about how it's different, because I do love that. Okay, it doesn't specifically talk about it. Um, yeah. The other website I wanted to share some information from is Healthline. And it is, it's right along these lines. How is it different from PMS? So PMDD is similar to premenstrual syndrome or PMS, but its symptoms, especially the emotional ones, are more severe. If you tend to have severe PMS symptoms that interrupt your daily life, you may have PMDD. Um, and then it goes into the symptoms and physical symptoms. Sorry, physical and emotional symptoms. And that if these symptoms are taking a big toll on your daily life, 
then you might have PMDD, right? And also here on Healthline, it says they tend, your symptoms tend to go away on their own once your period starts, only to return after the next time you ovulate. So that's very key to understanding. Now, the third question I wanted to answer on this podcast is how is it different from depression? So you might already be able to figure this out. And none of these websites specifically address this, um, like when they're talking about PMDD, right? So this is from me, from my own brain, and you can take it or leave it. But everyone sometimes is depressed. They feel down about something. Uh, We all kind of express it differently, right? We might feel disappointed that we didn't get the role in the play or that we didn't get that promotion or that we have to work on Christmas Day, right? These things that happen and we feel either sadness or disappointment and even occasionally hopelessness, right? Like those of us that have been in the workforce for a while, there just tends to come a time that it's like, man, is this all life is? Like day in, day out, get my paycheck? Like, is there, isn't there something more? Okay, so that can be normal or kind of everyone depression is how I term it. Then there, on the other hand, so, well, with that, what makes that different from PMDD is that it does not happen prior to your period, seven to 10 days before your period, and go away naturally when your period starts or, you know, during, as, as you have, have your period. That, um, it, it just doesn't match up with that every time it happens. Okay. And, and literally, like PMDD, you are going to experience severe symptoms like almost every time you menstruate. So it, in that way, it's kind of easy to self-diagnose and go from there. Um, and then I did want to just plug in here, how is it different from clinical depression? And again, it goes back to the time that you're experiencing those that depression, the hopelessness, the sadness, the disappointment. With clinical depression, it's very difficult to get out of that on your own, which, okay, so that's a similarity with PMDD. It can be very difficult to get out of it on your own. However, clinical depression does not follow your cycle. So if you are always kind of always experiencing that sadness, that hopelessness, then you're, it's, you probably don't have PMDD, okay? It's probably a different medical condition, possibly clinical depression, possibly something else. I am not a doctor. I am just a mom, a woman. I've lived a long, I, I say a long time because I'm, I'm over 40 now and I just have life experience and all of my friends, right? We all have our own medical conditions. I've been around a lot of women with different medical conditions and um, PMDD. 
specifically, you can um, not diagram. You can log it or journal it to following your cycle. Okay. And I, I do want to add here because I'm on all of these websites and they have such good information. And I don't know if you're like me, but I love to actually hear these, the things um, read to me. So I'm going to do that for you on the cause of PMDD. I wasn't planning on adding this. So I guess the, we could say this is a fourth question, like what causes PMDD? All right. I'm going to start with Healthline. And as far as I understand, it's not as scholarly as the other websites, but don't quote me on that. I'm, I'm just uh, a woman finding answers and then passing them on to you. So finding information, really. On Healthline, it says experts are still trying to figure out the underlying cause of PMDD, but most believe it's a response to the changing hormone levels that occur during your cycle. Throughout your cycle, your body goes through a natural rise and fall in its levels of the hormones estrogen and progesterone. This can have an effect on your levels of serotonin, a neurotransmitter that plays a big role in your mood. People with PMDD might also simply be more sensitive to these hormonal fluctuations. In 2017, researchers at the National Institutes of Health discovered that people with PMDD have genetic changes that make their cells overreact to estrogen and progesterone. They believe this overreaction may be responsible for PMDD symptoms. All right, so that's one view. Let's head to Mayo Clinic. Do 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 down here. Where did it go? The cause of PMDD isn't clear. Underlying depression and anxiety are common in both PMS and PMDD, so it's possible that the hormonal changes that trigger a premenstrual period worsen the symptoms of mood disorders. All right, simple, fairly clear. Go to WebMD. Okay, they do not address the cause. So we will go straight to Hopkins. It's actually at hopkinsmedicine.org if you are looking for it. But if you put in John Hopkins PMDD, that's what I put in to get where I am. Okay. Mm. Under what causes PMDD? says, the exact cause of PMDD is not known. It may be abnormal reaction to normal hormo hormone changes that happen with each menstrual cycle. The hormone changes can cause a serotonin deficiency. Serotonin is a substance found naturally in the brain and intestines that narrows blood vessels and can affect mood and cause physical symptoms. Okay, so there you have a few different opinions on it, right? And I want to look really quick. There is um, a website by a doctor that 
Oh, it is so good. I... Oh, I just hope I can find it really quick for you. Okay, I'll have to put it in the next episode. Um, there's a doctor that's been researching PMDD. I cannot remember her name. And I also can't recall if she has PMDD herself. But um, when she talks about causes of PMDD, she talks about progesterone levels. And I believe she also talks about um, they've done studies to where they give women with PMDD progesterone and looked at how the effects of it. However, when they did them, the dosages were kind of incorrect. And anyhow, there is so much more to be discovered, I think, with causes and helping ourselves deal with PMDD. But what a great place to start, just getting yourself informed, informing a loved one, someone that cares about you so that they can support you and help you. And I look forward to talking with you again. Have a great day. Thanks so much for listening to the Living Well with PMDD podcast. If this episode was insightful, please add a five-star review and tell a friend about the podcast. Until next time, keep hoping, keep loving, and remember that you are not alone.